Welcome to the Confident Close Her podcast, the podcast where we help established online coaches, consultants, and sellers master human behavior sales techniques, break free from the dated, ineffective, and just plain wrong sales strategies, create radical revenue leaps, and break through to multi six and seven figures. I'm your host, Ann Keeney, and my mission is to teach online high performing female coaches and sellers how to win at the game of sales using selling techniques that work with human behavior. Because we know that a business that doesn't make plenty of money is a die in business. So take off those boxing gloves, stop fighting for your sales, because in 30 minutes or less, I'll show you how to pour rocket fuel onto your strategies, pull in way more profit, and close up to 90% of your sales, authentically, humanely, and consistently. Let's get down to business. All right, hey everybody, welcome, welcome back. Um, I'm excited for today's conversation. Um, It's one of my, one of my favorite conversations. Um, I get to talk about all things CEO week um, on the podcast this week, and I'm really excited about that. Um, You know, I've, I've been put in and drop in different posts out on social media and to my email list over these past few weeks, depending on where you and I are connected and where you tune in. Um, but you you may have seen some different um, posts and emails and discussions around, um, you know, my CEO week off every single month. And we are just getting slammed with questions about this. Um, what I'm realizing is a lot of coaches um, don't know what CEO week is. They don't quite know what it would entail or what it would look like. Um, they don't know how to do that or begin doing that or how it would be structured, um, how you would use your time, all these questions. And how are people are asking me, like, how are your clients like getting all these results when you're not even there? <laughs> like in, in, Look, here's the truth. It, these questions blow my mind um, because I can't believe that these are not common and normalized. I can't believe that CEO week is a topic people don't even know exists. I can't believe people aren't talking about it. I can't believe even less that people are not doing it. Um, it blows my mind that we have as humans all this responsibility that we take on in the world and we don't take fucking CEO week off. I don't, it blows my mind. Um, and the fact is too, it's like, why do we have multi-million dollar leaders lead in the way, pave in the way, and they don't talk about CEO week and most of them don't even take CEO week off. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. So this won't be the first time that I'm going to go first. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go first though. And I'm, I'm going to talk about this. I have talked about CEO week, uh, kind of in a different way, a little bit touched on it and stuff in a, in a previous podcast episode. So you could certainly go back and scroll through some of the old episodes and probably dig that up somewhere uh, a little bit, a few months back or something, maybe. Um, I'm, I'm not quite sure, uh, depending on when you're listening to this, but at some point I did kind of touch on this. I want to just talk about it a little bit deeper today, uh, kind of help go first here in the industry, lay a little more foundation about what this is and, and how it looks and all of that and why. Why are we even doing what why is this? What is it? And why the heck is Anne doing it? Uh, why is Anne having her clients do this? Like talk to me about it. 
Um, I, I think there's some very important nuances and key nuances I'm going to touch here on this. Uh, I want you to lean in. I want you to really lean in and listen here to what we're talking about. Um, I, I think this is like, this is critical. Um, this is very important. And I also just want to like make sure that I weave in some answers and responses to some of you guys who have, you know, uh, either in my email, my DMs or on some of my posts, ask questions um, about CEO week. And I'm going to do my best in the time we have to kind of answer them all. But certainly, you know, shoot me a DM if I haven't answered your question or if you need further clarification or something. First thing that I want to say about this, and I don't have notes, I don't even have an order. It's just something I love and I'm going to riff on it. Um, so I, I don't have a particular order here. Um, so, so bear with me as we go all over the place probably. But, um, you know, the first thing that I would, I would want to say here about CEO week is before I even talk about like, how do you structure it and what does it look like and how do you do it? Um, why does it exist? Why, why are we doing it? Here's the thing. Um, I think, I don't think it's an option. Um, I don't think it is even negotiable. I think that as humans, as leaders, as coaches, business owners, moms, parents, um, workers, friends, all the things, all the things that we are as humans, right? We're a lot of things. We actually wear a lot of hats and we hold an immense amount of responsibility in our businesses and in our personal lives. In the fact that we normalize that you can operate at this capacity that we humans operate today, as long as you get six to eight hours of sleep every night is fucking ludicrous. Um, now I do like, eight, <laughs> I do like eight hours of sleep. I need eight hours of sleep. Um, but that's not enough. And I think that we live in a world where the normal is like, did you get six, eight hours of sleep last night? Um, and I, I think we live in a world where it's normal to be turned, the power button for us turned on, that we are on seven days a week, 365 days a year. And, you know, we're lucky if we have the weekend completely off. We're lucky if we got six, eight, uh, six or eight hours of sleep last night or uh, most nights. Um, we're lucky if we get to take the holiday. This is just like, what fucking world and planet are we on to think that's normal, right? And the thing for me that really triggered CEO week was, yes, I, you know, I needed some time in my, from my, away from my business to think about my business, I guess. Um, in the beginning, I took time off to think about my business, to think, what did I want to do? Where did I want it to go? What did I want to change? And I used my CEO time to get, like the idea of it in the beginning was so I could have time to work on my business. It, that too is like, I know that sounds crazy because it's like, that's not really time off, right? But um, depending on your stage of business determines how you use CEO time. CEO time for me started and became a thing when six, eight hours of sleep a night wasn't fucking enough. When just having the weekend sort of kind of off was not enough. Um, when I am working in my business, I'm turned all the fucking way on, like to my max. 
I'm 150 fucking percent. Um, when I'm coaching my clients, 150 percent. When I'm showing up live, 150 percent. When I'm recording this podcast, 150 percent. I am when I am turned on, I'm all the fucking way on to my max capabilities, like like as high as I can go. I'm all in and present. I'm not giving a little bit. I'm not giving half. I'm all the way on. And I have a lot of clients. I have two programs. I have Boxer. I've got over 50 clients. I've got a small but mighty fucking team. I have a lot of, I'm on my podcast, like be an interview. I have a lot of stuff going on in my business and I'm not half-assing it. And then I have my personal life. I'm a mom. I have two kids. They're not really kids anymore, but they're they're still here. So they can, they're my kids. Um, we have friends, family, kids, dogs, multiple properties. And so when I'm with my kids, I'm 150%. I'm turned all the fucking way on to my max. I don't work at my max and then give 10% to my kids. <laughs> like, I, or work to the max with my kids and then give 10% to my business. I'm powered on as high as I go pretty much with everything I'm doing because I don't half-ass anything. And so rather it's cleaning the house, rather it's getting the groceries, rather it's running errands, rather it's cleaning, rather it's meditating, rather it's sitting quiet, it's working, it's coaching, it's with my family, it's, it's out with my friends, um, it's making phone calls, it doesn't, I'm 100% on at my max. And most of us are. And so this idea that we can run at that capacity as a human and with just six or eight hours of sleep and just like the weekend off or something blows my, that's not enough. That blows my mind. And so CEO week exists because I think it fucking has to, because I think at a bare minimum, we are required to have that break that we need it. Our bodies have to have that. Uh, I know that my brain needs it. I know my emotions need it. My, uh, my clarity, my creativity, physically, my body, like I need it because I'm not half-assing anything that I'm doing. And so I'm giving everything, everything. And when you operate like that, you realize that it's not normal to just get a few hours of sleep every night. And it's not normal to just skim by your day. And it's not normal to just like take a weekend off. That, that no longer cuts it. And so when you're operating at these capacities like this, you know, you start to realize you need more. People think like, oh, as I scale my business, I'm going to work more. Um, I'm going to work harder. I'm going to work longer. I'm going to give more of me. And it's the most ass backwards thing I've ever heard of in my life. The more that I scale, the more time I need off. Um, the more time that I need to think, to be, to unplug, to re-energize. Like my battery's going to die. It's going to burn out, right? Um, and I need, I need to recharge. And so the reason that CEO week exists in my life is because of that. Um, I don't think it's an option. I think, uh, you know, I, I think that it's, it, we need to normalize that, you know, we, we need a break and I mean a real good break. Right. So that's why it exists. Um, that's why I started doing it. And this is why the clients in my programs are doing this um, because you need to. 
and you should, and you should. This is fucking ridiculous otherwise. Um, I don't know how people function without doing that. Um, and also you just, you should, your body will, will reward you. Uh, you'll be happy you did it. Uh, you could thank me later, everybody. Um, you could just come in and, and shoot me some thanks and, and all that later. Uh, but you're welcome because we need to do this. And this is what needs to be normalized. This idea of hustle culture, you know, burn it, run it till you die. Uh, you know, I'm not impressed by anybody hustling. I don't think it's sexy at all. And I'm not applauding you. I, I think it's actually absolutely disgusting. I think it's extremely unhealthy. At some point, you won't be able to do that anymore. And um, you will burn out. And I don't think it's sexy at all. And I don't think it makes you any better or any more skilled than the person who takes a week off and fucking rests and takes care of herself and recoups and re-energizes so she can be 110% instead of 20% because she's spreading herself so thin uh, because she thinks hustle culture is so sexy. Uh, not impressed at all. I think it's nasty. Uh, I'm not going to do it. I don't talk to that to my clients about doing it. In fact, total opposite. There's a difference in hustling and working hard. And part of being able to work hard is you need to rest because it requires a great deal of energy. And you're not going to have that energy if you're running on empty. So that's my, that's the big spiel behind um, you know, why I do CEO week, why I recommend it to every single client I work with, uh, rather they do it or not. Some of them don't, that's not my, my business, but like, I recommend it. I almost try to require it as much as I can. Now what I want to do is talk about, um, like structure, like structuring CEO week, um, like what it looks like and how to structure it. Now in the beginning, many, many years ago, many years ago, when I, I don't want to say many, like I'm ancient, um, <laughs> like 10 or 12, 15 years ago, when I started doing this, I started with like one day. I used to take just one day. And I want to say it was a Monday or something. No, it was, it was Saturday. I started with a Saturday. And then I started, I, so my CEO day was a Saturday. Um, we'll talk more about how to structure, like what do you do during that time in a minute. I'm taking you guys kind of through step by step here. Um, it was a Saturday. And I did that for probably a year, maybe, where every Saturday it was a recurrent task in my calendar that that day was like my day off, essentially. Now, this is because back then I worked constantly. Uh, I didn't have a team. I was just hustling and grinding and, you know, doing the whole thing. And I just, for me, having Saturday was actually a break because I worked on Friday, right? Monday through Friday. And then on Sunday, I was prepping for Monday. So I was like creating content. I was like doing all these things and essentially working. And so Saturday was like, oh, okay, I'll use Saturday as like the day off where I could spend time with family. But that didn't actually happen. I ended up using the Saturday to get prepped for the week and try to get ahead of the week. Um, and then I realized like, I don't want it to be Saturday because I kind of want to use that time to actually have time off and be with my family and not work. So then I switched to Mondays and I was like, okay, I'm going to take every Monday off because it's coming back from the weekend. And I would like to ease back into the week and not have to come in on Monday and be like back to back to back with stuff. I would like to ease into the week, come in off the weekend. So Monday is going to be my CEO day off. And so I took Monday off for a couple of years. That was like my thing. It was in my calendar. And for a couple of years, everybody knew like every Monday I am not here. And, um, and that's how that went for a couple of years. And then I added, um, Friday. 
So I have Monday off. And then Friday was like a flex day for a while where it was like it's off as long as nobody needs anything and I'm caught up for the week. As long as I have everything done, like clients are taken care of, every, my team has everything. Like as long as everything is done, I'm going to take Friday. So that would put me into the long weekend and then I would have Monday. And that felt awesome. Like for a for like five years, that worked for me. Like that worked for me really well until it no longer did. And then as I started to scale my business, so I started bringing on more team. Uh, I started adding a lot more clients to the roster. Um, I started to add a second program. Like my business just started taking it up a notch. And so that at that time, I realized like, okay, you know, I'm cutting in a lot, like Monday, Friday, I'm cutting a lot into the work week, which means like, you know, it's, it's leaving only Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday to try to serve all these clients, serve my team, be on podcast interviews, get every, I'm, I'm, I was trying to get everything done in three days. And at that time for me, it was just a lot. And I also just realized there wasn't a lot of time to really rest. It was a lot of like getting caught up, getting ahead for the next week. Like it was more working behind the scenes on the business, not in it, but on it. And so I started feeling like I'm still doing a lot and I'm not really like, I'm not getting what I want out of the CEO week, right? Because what I wanted was rest, self-care, peace and quiet, unplug, like I wasn't, I just wasn't getting it because I would come back Tuesday essentially. And I would have Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday to get like, answer all the boxers, do all the coaching, handle anything that's come up, like respond to the things that were on my to-do list, support my team, get on podcast interviews, you know, get my content out. And I just felt like, then I felt kind of like I wasn't being as intentional and I was cramming stuff in and that wasn't working. So then I was like, you know what? I really sat down and I'm like, okay, what are my intentions with the CEO thing? What what do I really want to get out of this? And what do I want it to be like? And what do I want to feel? And like, how am I going to use this? Like, how am I going to use this to really uh, serve my clients and me? And it's not just like Anne's taking time off because whatever. And so um, I was trying to find a way that I could make it all work. So I said, you know what? I, I think I need... <laughs> And I remember saying this to my husband as a joke initially. I said, you know what? I think I'm going to take a whole week off this month. And he looked and I kind of chuckled when I said it. I was sort of joking, but like not really, but I kind of was. And he, he kind of looked at me and he's like, a week? <laughs> um, he's like, who does that? And it was kind of like when he said that, when he said like, who does that? instantly I'm like I fucking do that like I just got this like feeling of like what do you mean who does that like I should do that I am gonna do that it was kind of like a weird thing at first and I'm like I'm taking the week off <laughs> and so it was the beginning of the month and I'm like I'm taking I, I, I let everybody know hey guys like starting this month I'll be taking CEO week off um we're gonna do these the end of the last week of every single month I'm gonna take the week off and that's what I pretty much said to my clients. I said, starting this month, um, that I mean, it was the beginning of the month. I said, starting this month, the last week of the month, every month going forward, I'm going to be taking that week off. I will no longer be doing boxers. We will have, you know, I won't be doing coaching sessions. I'll be unplugged for that week. 
and I will create, um, we will do a strategic advisory or a training uh, to share with you guys why I'm doing it, uh, how I'm using the time, what I'm doing, and if it's something that you should do uh, after I experience a few of these. That's what I said. And my clients were like, what is CEO week? Oh my God, I can't wait to hear about it. I can't wait. Good for you. Like it was a fantastic response. And of course, all my clients were just like, could not wait to hear more about this. So I took a couple of these off and then I had to talk to my clients about it. And I'm like, guys, you need to do this. And um, so that that's that. Um, I've been doing it ever since and I do not plan on stopping. Uh, I take the last week of every month completely off. Uh, it is my CEO week and there's no exceptions. It's recurring in my calendar. So that's what I do. I take the entire week because I feel like that is what I need and I should, and I, I, I deserve that. And I think everybody should do that. Um, okay. <laughs> so what people want to know, so number one, I just kind of shared my intention behind it and why I do it. And I also shared how I announced it. Do you guys notice that there wasn't a big deal around it? It was like, hey guys, here's what's happening. Um, there's there's a level of authority uh, that you should carry as a leader, as an influencer, and as, as a coach, right? Your clients look up to you to know uh, the way and they look up to you to, um, to lead them in the, with, with integrity and in the right direction. And your clients should trust what you say, right? Here's what I want you to hear. My clients don't question me uh, because I don't have to explain myself and because my clients trust me. So if I say that I'm doing something, they don't question it. They actually embrace it and they want to know more about it and they want to learn should they do it because they trust that I'm only doing things from a place of integrity and I'm only doing as I teach. So that's an, that's an authoritative uh, positioning. Um, my, my clients just don't, they don't say, oh my God, um, you're taking a week off. What about my coaching? Like, blah, 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 blah. Th that's not how things happen in my world because I'm not available for that. And so my clients don't even go there and they don't actually think that way um, because they know that what's gonna come from this is they're gonna up level too, right? because I would only do something from the right place. So I first want to just like reiterate that because I know some of you are like, you think that you need to be at the demands of your clients every five seconds. And you think like your whole world must be your clients and you think your clients can't survive without you. I don't do that to my clients. My clients are fucking powerhouses. They don't need me. They don't need me. They fucking choose me, but they don't need me. And I make sure my clients know that and embody that daily. So uh, again, I think that how you are as a leader and a coach um, and how you lead your clients makes all the difference. Um, my clients are not going to question me. Uh, they are not going to be upset about any of my decisions because they would never negatively impact my clients. Um, and, and also, you know, my clients are going to, they're, they're going to win with or without me, um, they, they know that. And so um, they have no fear around me not being here for a week. Like they're not gonna die. Uh, the world's not gonna crash because Anne took a week off. Um, that's just not the energy that I create. That's not my culture inside of my programs. 
Uh, I don't create codependent clients who can't think for themselves. I don't enable clients who can't take action because Anne's not here for a week. Um, I don't, I don't work with people like that, but I also don't create that. Uh, my clients are empowered and inspired before they even work with me. And so they lean into all of this when they enter my culture inside of my programs. And so I think that's also very important to note here because a lot of you guys think there's some magical like thing behind this. And really it's just your leadership. It's just your leadership. You either are really good at it or you're not. And that really, le that leaks down to your clients. They're really uh, dependent or they're really codependent. And that's really on you, 100%, uh, because you're the one bringing those clients in and then leading them. And I don't lead my clients to be needy and dependent. Um, that's just not what we do. So, um, so that's the part of like announcing it. Like I had someone ask like, how do you like tell your clients? I just tell them simple as that. I just tell them, um, and they lean in and they can't wait to hear about it. Okay. That's how I do it. And so, um, I, I, I mean, I'm the leader, I'm the boss of my company. I don't need to explain myself, nor do I need permission. And I also instill that into my clients. So I lead by example. Uh, this is how you empower people. And this is how you lead. Okay. You lead by example. Um, and so that's what I do. Okay. Um, so how do we structure this time? And the way that I explain this to my clients is you're going to determine what your CEO time, uh, how often it is, like the frequency and how long it is and what you do during that time based on your stage of business. So based on where you are in your business, if you're flat broke, I don't know what you need CEO time for because you're not really doing anything, right? So th there's nothing to take time off of. Um, but if your business is going, right, you're working with clients, you're selling programs, you're going live every week, like you're visible, you're showing up, you're doing the thing, maybe you have some team, maybe you don't, um, you know, you're, you probably need CEO week, right? You probably need some time. Um, the, the way that I have my clients do this is I have them lean into, because instead of having them go from no CEO time to an entire week, sometimes it doesn't feel achievable or like awesome to some of my clients um, that, that are a little bit like newer to this. And they're also like a little bit newer in their business, like not brand spanking new, but like a little bit newer on their journey. They feel like it's too much time to take away from the business right now. Uh, and also they feel like they don't need that much time. So my, the way that I, I, I kind of bring, brought this down to my clients and the way that I said, here's how you guys could do this is, you know, you start where you're at. So when I first started doing the CEO week or CEO time, it was one day, one day that I took off. I did that for a year or so. And I added a second day. I did that for a couple of years and now it's a, it's a week. And I think that you know, you, you need to decide what you feel good about and what you're, you're, you think you need. Okay. Everybody looks different. Some, some of us need the week right away because you, you carry so much responsibility and you're, you're on, you're powered on as high as you go in everything you do. And so you might need that, especially if you're like a hypersensitive person, you might need that week. Okay. Others, you, you know, you're more chill, relaxed and easy. And like, you know, you, you might say, I just need, I, if I could have two days, I'd be fantastic. I'd be fueled for the week. Great. So take two days. Um, you know, and you want to pick days again, there's no set in stone. You could always change it. I did. 
you know, I took, I took Saturday. Then I said, no, nah, I might not work. I'm going to do Monday. Right. Then I said, well, it's going to be Monday. Now it's going to be Friday too. Right. Like you get to choose and you get to change. <laughs> right. I think that's really important, but um, I think that you can decide what works for you and there's not a rule around it. Do whatever works for you. But I also think play with the idea that you might change it because that might not work. And so, um, you know, you can always just tell your clients if it changes, if, if something changes, you'll know ahead of time. Um, you know, and that's what, that's what I always say to my clients. We're doing this. And if something changes, you'll know ahead of time, period, end of conversation. Um, and so, you know, um, I think that you start where you're at and then uh, you, you adjust as you feel you need to, okay? Based on what you feel you need. I need the week. I want the week. So I have the week. Um, and, and some of my clients take a whole week as well. And some of my clients take two days or three, you know? And so it's totally up to you. You get to choose, right? You can, you can change it and you can choose it and all the things. Um, how do you use that time? So this looks different for everybody. In the beginning, I used the time to get caught up in my business. I used the time to get done what I wasn't able to get done throughout the week because I was coaching clients and because life happens and because sometimes you just can't get it all done. And so I used the time in the beginning to get caught up so that during the week I could just serve my clients and I didn't really have to feel behind. Um, sometimes I used it to get ahead of the week, uh, to get ahead of what was coming up the week ahead um, so that I was, again, just 100% to my clients and I wasn't trying to spread myself between clients and content. Now, I don't know about you, but the way that my clients and I operate is it's very difficult to multitask, right? And actually, it's not even possible. Uh, anyone can multitask, but there's science tells us there's not a human in this world who can multitask more than one thing at a time successfully. And that's science. And that is true. And you can half-ass a whole bunch of shit. Uh, but you'll get nothing done at the end of the day to completion. And whatever you're spreading yourself across is not going to get done very well. And so for me, I'm all about mastery, right? So science tells us to, for any human being in this whole world to master, and you guys can Google all this shit, okay? It's backed by science. It tells us that for any human in the world to master anything uh, in this world, they must give a minimum of 10,000 hours of reps. So practice, right? So I'm all about mastery. And so um, I'm not about like, checking all the boxes and getting, being proud of how much I get done in a day. It's about, it's about what I get done and how well and consistently I get it done. And so for me, you know, um, throughout your week, trying to go from coaching mindset to content creation mindset, to backend admin mindset, to technology mindset, back to coaching. Uh, I don't, I don't operate like that. And none of my clients do either. That is stressful. And, you know, when you're in, creation mode you don't want to be interrupted from that flow you're in a, a zone you know when you're coaching your clients you're in a zone and you know i think that we have to remember that there's a different level of energy that is required for the different activities that we do right your energy for your family looks different than the energy you do give when you're coaching the energy you give when you're coaching looks different from the energy that is required when you're creating content um, you know, the content, the energy you give to your content looks different when you're giving energy to your team. And so uh, everything we do in our business, it just looks different. It requires a different focus and a different level of your brain to operate, right? It requires a different 
energy. And so uh, what I noticed was just like kind of spreading my days all around between working and CEO was just like, I felt all over the place and I just, I didn't feel like it was cohesive and like I was mastering anything. So when I took CEO week, that allows me to block and batch where my energy's going in an organized way. So everything is getting done, right? Everything that needs to be done is getting done. And the intention of CEO week is happening for me. So um, in the beginning, I structured it to get caught up on either caught up or ahead uh, in the business. So mostly I used it for working in the business, not, or yeah, in the business, not like, or on it, not in it. Right. But then I was like, no, 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 I need like unplugged. So, uh, the way that CEO week works for me now, um, is it's unplugged. Uh, most, uh, I would say about 80%, 80, 85% of the time, um, I am in blackout mode. And that just means I'm doing everything but business, right? I'm not doing boxers. I'm not doing coaching. Uh, I will always be available for my team if they need me because they run the show while I'm gone. Um, we pretty much set them up though. So they don't really need anything, but like if they did send me a message or something, a text or something, I would, I would respond. Um, but like, I'm, I'm not on, I'm not playing on social media typically, unless I really feel inspired to say something I might post, but usually I'll schedule stuff out, um, before I leave. Okay. But like, I'm not. CEO week for me is blackout. Um, now, now I want to say this very carefully. Are there exceptions? Yes. There are not exceptions to me taking CEO week off. That's not even negotiable. Um, that is in my calendar period, but how I use it, there is, there is uh, a little bit of flex. So what I mean by that is an example is, um, I don't do any coaching. I do not serve clients during that time. My team takes care of that and my clients take care of themselves. Um, I, I don't do anything as far as coaching. I'm not doing boxers. I'm not doing coaching calls. I'm not answering any client questions. That is not an option. I'm not doing that. I have boundaries with that. I also lead by example. So I do not want my clients to break those boundaries with their clients. So I don't either. Um, but what I mean by, you know, having a little flex with it is sometimes there are things in the business that require uh, an amount of effort and time for me that just is not going to happen in a work week. Um, and so, uh, you know, I'm working three weeks out of the month. I work about four or five hours a day. I do not work on weekends, right? And my day starts around 10, 11 o'clock in the morning. So, uh, and we end around three or four. So I'm not really, um, you know, I'm not like, I'm focused on my clients during that time. And so realistically, there are business things sometimes that need, need a little bit of time and attention for me. And they're just not going to happen in the work week. So I'll give you an example. Um, as, as at the time of recording this, and again, it depends on when you're listening to this, but it's just an example anyway. But at the time of recording this, um, you know, last week, I had CEO week, and it was not for time off, it was for, uh, I used the whole week to re record and update my entire mastermind curriculum. Now we update it every 90 days, but this was an overhaul. This was a complete tear it down, redo it, restructure, reorganize, simplify, condense it. It was, it was a complete thing to support what we have going on coming up. And so, um, there was no way that was happening throughout my week. It would take me six months, seven months to do it. 
And so we have some CEO weeks that are scheduled for that uh, to just get that project done. And when that project is complete, my CEO weeks will go back to my time off, my black, my blackout. Um, if something comes up from time to time, you might use your CEO week or some of it to handle that, like a project or something like that, right? Things that come up along the way. But in general, on average, my CEO week is blackout. Um, you know, I up my self-care, I increase my sleep, I do some additional exercise. Uh, we do a family thing, we do a friend thing, we do some social stuff. Uh, maybe I have appointments, maybe I just, whatever I wanna do, anything I wanna do, it's just not work. Uh, it's not business, it's not work, right? And that's how the CEO week is used. So right now, again, at the time of recording this, I had last week's CEO week that was used for recording. And then we're gonna do the same thing with my um, academy program. So there'll be a week or two so one or two more CEO weeks used for that. And then I go right back to my regular, right as we head into my summer, which is perfect because that aligns with all of our goals, all of our launches and summertime off. So um, it just, we, we always do things very strategically. And so um, we know what, what is coming ahead. And that allows me to coordinate if, if a CEO week off is gonna be actual time off or if it's gonna consist, consist of me um, having to do a project in order to support time off coming up or vacation or summer or holiday or projects or goals that we have or launches or whatever it is, right? We're also in the middle of bringing on new team members. So we're training and onboarding. And so um, CEO week is, is being used for the things that we have going on right now so that later I can get back to what I do, which is take CEO week off and have blackout. <laughs> so, um, that, that's how, that's what I mean by like it, you use it how you want to use it, how you think you need to. And it might look different in seasons. It might look different from time to time. It might look different in the beginning than it does in the middle and, the, and, and later, right? Like as you go and grow. Um, so that, that's the thing. There's no fast rule. Um, what I do know is that even if you have to use some of it for work stuff or business stuff, I do think there should be some carved out time where there's blackout. Right, so even if it's only one out of the, the week, one day out of the week or two days out of the week that you're like, I'm not gonna do anything on those days though. I'm literally gonna have some blackout. Then I do recommend that because you're not really gonna come back kind of re-energized. You're just gonna come back exhausted. You're not really gonna come back ready to rock it out, right? For the next three weeks, ready to like really coach, go all in, be turned all the way on and like, give it everything you've got and like be on your A game and like have the best energy and like not be exhausted. So towards the end of your CEO for like the last day or two, that should always be blackout. You should never work straight through and then come right back to your next three weeks. You're coming right back in just burnt out. So if I do use CEO week to do a project or do something, the last one or two days of the week, before I come back, I will black out, okay? That way, when I come back on that next Monday uh, in a new month, um, and I know that I'm on for the next three weeks, I can give it everything I've got. I've at least taken one or two days to completely re-energize. Um, and so you're gonna have to play into what that looks like for you based on where you're at in your business and what you need, what your body and brain and everything is asking you for, okay? Um, so that, that's a little bit about CEO. 
Um, and the final thing I'll say here as we wrap up, um, because somebody asked, how are, how does your team, like, because my team did like seventy or $75,000 in sales while I was on CEO week. We closed like twenty twenty five thousand 25,000 in sales while I was on CEO week. Um, there's just things that happened. Um, I got booked on several podcasts um, during that time. Um, I don't know. There's all kinds of things. I planned uh, girls weekend. Um, all kinds of things. Awesome things. And people were like, how is that happening? Here's what I will tell you. And I'm not going to go into this too much. But um, when it comes to my clients getting results, there's an empowerment and there's a space and a culture in my programs that take place that really allow my clients to lean in to their greatness and their abilities and their capabilities and that really empower them to go and like to their A game, to the best of their ability while I'm away. So one, I set my clients up for success prior to leaving, okay? Um, my team and I will make sure that my team is set up or my clients are set up for success <clears throat> before I leave, okay? So I'm not just like leaving, it's like, hey, have fun. We make sure they know what they're focusing on, what they're doing. That's one part of it. The other part is we have a very like mastermindy, uh, peer-to-peer, human connection, co-creative, collaborative culture. And so what I mean by that is like, and again, if you follow me, you've heard me say this, but like, I'm not the star of the show. So in my programs, I don't want to be the smartest in the room. I don't want to have all the answers. I don't want to be the only person that can answer your question or that you come to. Um, I don't want to be the only person talking. Um, I don't want to be the star of the show because that's fucking boring. And it's also not true. Um, I have extremely talented clients. And so in every room of my programs is magic. It's talent beyond anything. And so I want to leverage that. And so my clients leverage each other and they lean on each other and they co-create together, collaborate together. They expand together. They celebrate together. They coach each other. They challenge each other. Um, they co-work together. And that does not take place without facilitation. Your clients will never, ever do this on their own in your programs. It's the culture I've designed. It's the culture that I create. And it's not by saying it once and then everybody does it. It's by saying it every motherfucking day, every day of my program, over and over and over. I call this brand behavior. I brand the behavior that I want in my programs from my clients. Part of that is leading by example and having authority. But the second part of that is who you bring into your programs to begin with. And then the third part of that, and they're all equally as important to each other. Uh, the third part of that is the facilitation of creating that culture in that space for your clients to do that. Okay. And I, here's what I will say. Nobody does this. I will say that very confidently. Uh, no one's doing this. And the, the reason I can say that is uh, multimillionaires hire me because they want to know how to do this in their programs. <laughs> Uh, nobody's doing it. Nobody even knows what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, and that's okay because I, like I said, I'll go first. Um, but this is what we, this is what I'm doing in my programs. Um, this is what makes my programs so different. Um, 
from every other coaching program in the world uh, because nobody's doing this. If they are, it's because they hired me and I came and I built this inside the company uh, because they weren't doing this. But there is a very specific way to design and deliver your your group coaching programs. And when you don't do them this way, you don't get these kind of results and experiences. So again, nobody's doing this because nobody even knows what I'm talking about. Um, but uh, it's what we do. And so it's a very unique experience. Um, and it, it's something that I just have a unique talent around. It's what I've been doing for many years uh, in many companies, my own, my clients, as well as multimillionaires who have hired me to come do it um, across the board. I just think uh, it's it's a new thing and uh, it's it, it, everybody should be doing it. So we create a culture. And so when I'm away on CEO week, my clients rise. They rise to the occasion. They lean in. They get their A-game on. They pull up their big girl panties. They roll up their sleeves. Um, they get scrappy. And they make shit happen because they're good students and they're smart businesswomen. <laughs> and uh, they're fucking winners, right? They don't lose because I'm off. They win. And when I get back, they can't wait to brag. And they want me to know, look what I did while you were gone. Look what we did together, individually, all the things. Um, there's a magic there, right? And you don't see this in other programs, but you know we do a lot of things, like little tiny sprinkles throughout everything we do in the programs. There's little things we sprinkle all throughout to make sure this is the culture that our clients come into and that this is the culture that is happening rather I'm here or I'm not, okay? Now, obviously I have team at this level, right? And so obviously there's, there's accountability coaches and there's, um, you know, calls that are happening while I'm away, but that wasn't always the case. And I will tell you right now, rather there's that or not, my clients are, have always done this, but that's intentional because I facilitate it and I create it. Um, in my programs, this is not an option. You don't get to get in my programs and not be part of this and not contribute. I fire clients for not participating and contributing and stepping up right? You don't do it. You don't get in. And if you slipped in somehow and you think you're going to ride it out and coast, we fire you. That simple. And that's why my programs are different than everybody else's. That's why my clients win. That's why all this these results happen. And I'm not even fucking here. And nobody's asking me questions. They're all very independent. This, this is intentional. And this is a strategy. This is a set of systems. This is a culture. Um, and so I just thought I'd, I'd brace you um, and, and bless you here with, with all this uh, awesomeness. If you have any questions, um, if you want me to go further on anything, or you have any questions about anything, uh, hit, shoot me up, hit me up in the DMs, let me know. Uh, shoot me an email, shoot me a DM, all the things. We love it. We'll, we'll embrace it. We'll chat with you. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, I hope you take CEO time. Uh, let me know if you have questions. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Confident Closer podcast. If you loved this episode, we release episodes each and every week. So make sure to hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review. If you're a female coach, service provider, or consultant looking to elevate your sales and leverage your time more efficiently, we are currently accepting applications into our Profitable Entrepreneur Mastermind. In the Profitable Entrepreneur Mastermind, we're putting you in the room with other high-achieving coaches who are scared 
scaling their income and impact and leveraging their CEO time so they can have a business and life they love without the hustle and sacrifice we all know as normal. We focus on scaling, sustainable, and highly profitable group programs, your conversion and launch strategy, a repeatable sales pipeline, and scaling with profit-driven sellers so you can get your time back. If simplifying your scale, putting more profit in your pocket, and getting your time back while creating a bigger impact in the world is on your radar this year, send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram and let's see if the Profitable Entrepreneur could be your next best investment. And I hope to see you on the inside. Mm -hmm.